Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Brooke. I'm Matt. And I'm Nicole. And there's a lot to talk about today. A lot of drop this week because it was Star Wars Day, Revenge of the Fifth, a bunch of new news about the movie coming out in 2022. Uh, On Star Wars Day, there was a lot of news that dropped. More Uh, news than average. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of shopping. (laughs) <laughs> there was well, a lot of shopping. Not there wasn't attempted shopping <laughs> yeah. on um, our end. Yeah. Uh, Someone want to explain to me yeah. why Nicole's not wearing Ahsoka ears right now? Someone want to say that? Or, or me? Yeah, yeah. Or, we both tried or Nicole, so hard. Or why yes. I'm not drinking out of a Hoff Starbucks coffee mug uh. right now? Or why I'm not enjoying any of my my Build a Bear <laughs> plush. Mandalorian okay, uh, Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm really mad. We're just throwing it all out yeah. there. I'm just letting we, my... We, if you didn't see the live stream, we were all on right at 10. Like, mm-hmm. we had the pages up. We refreshed right at 10 o'clock. And I don't think any of us actually saw a page until, like, 10.05. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And then that once we nuts. actually got things in our cart, we tried to check out. And, and they were already gone. Yep. Yeah. Tragic. That, Absolutely tragic. <laughs> the biggest disappointment. <laughs> that experience is the same as getting tickets for a celebration <laughs> when you guys actually get the chance to like buy tickets you'll understand what i'm talking about it's so stressful <laughs> it really is stressful because of there's um because there's so many people trying to get the a vip like tickets and you and those go away like uh, in a matter of seconds. You gotta have like the best yeah. Wi Fi connection on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> tell your mom um, to get off the Wi Fi. You guys wanna like tell us what tell you use? To get off the Wi Fi so you can buy your tickets. Um, there's a trick that I learned from someone, but they had three or four devices open, like on that page. Oh. And, they right. also had a rainmaker and they were singing Kumbaya. <laughs> And that, that helped. And they also said, I am, the, I am the one with the force, yep. the force is one with me, I am one with the force, and then you right. reload the page, and then it works. So let's talk, okay, wait a minute, let's talk about all the bad things that, that happened on the May the Force. So there was the, there was the opportunity, or lack of opportunity, to buy Star Wars stuff. Ha. I did, well, so I went back on later because you could back order some things. So I got the Dagobah and the Bespin mug, but I really wanted the Hoth. Because and they Hoth were, um, yeah, because yeah, obviously. Hoth. Yeah. Yeah, so I had them all in my cart, and I checked out, and then when I got my receipt, Hoth wasn't in there, so it was out of stock, and I the couldn't get it. The best one was pretty cute. It's fine. Yeah, but I want all three. I only have two. <laughs> okay. I know the whole set. I don't have a complete set. You... <laughs> Looks like you're going to eBay next week. Yeah, I'm not spending oh, $500 yeah. on a Hoth mug. Um, as, uh, <laughs> or ears. Yeah. yeah. As great Star Wars fans are, there are some people that buy stuff just to resell it online, because the Ahsoka ears were... Were gosh, like four hundred, and they're yeah. also one per person, wasn't it? Or like, didn't you? Say it said like, one per family, I don't yeah. which that. I don't know what that means, but Disney I'm sure there's a way around. You just got to put in different addresses. I'm sure yeah. people found a way around it to get more than yeah. one. So I don't, know, yeah, I don't know how they could like so police annoying. that one per household. It stinks, right? Yeah. Actually, right. Are you like working with a 2020 census, and you're like, how many people are in this house? <laughs> like, I have one set of Ahsoka ears. <laughs> 
Ashley Eckstein did. So she posted like the day before about the ears because she designed the Ahsoka and the droid ears that dropped. Yeah. And she said something about like, I'll post when I know when they'll be available again. And they still have a small amount saved for the parks. So I don't know if they'll be in the parks oh. when they reopen. So if you guys are down there when they reopen, you got to go. Yes. First in line. I actually saw, I don't think Ashley Eckstein didn't get any either. I saw a video where her and her family were on there, like, same as us. And she was like, we didn't get any. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, not even she got them. Yeah. Wait, why didn't she design them? She designed them. Why didn't they, like, shouldn't she, like, have. She had a picture wearing them, but I don't know. Maybe they just sent her, like, a promo pair. And then she had to sample. send them back. Why didn't she get to keep them? I don't know. <laughs> well, she's the one who just hung. Ashley's like, can I, I have these? These aren't mine. They're like, no. That's, no, that's $69.95 plus she Jeez. Someone already called this pair. Oh, yeah. Um, because I know that James was going after that key. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. sure if he ever got it or not. I don't know. I don't I don't think he, he I don't so. think he did either because he never sent us an update because they said he was he was looking for it, but I don't think yeah. he ever got it. Well, and um, now there are those people um, who are selling them on eBay uh, for anywhere between two hundred and a thousand dollars or something like that? Which is kind it's of like, it, it's not I mean, kind of it's absolutely it's, ridiculous. Yeah, the worst way to try to make money. Yeah. Don't prey on innocent Star Wars fans. Yes, and I'm Dutch, so I'm definitely not paying that price. So <laughs> take that. <laughs> Another uh, negative thing that I saw about Star Wars Day, which is honestly the only other negative thing I had about it, was the fact that when I got on Disney Plus a couple of times, oh, it crashed, there yeah. were some crashes. Oh, yeah. I was in the middle of uh, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. I was, uh, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was right at the end of the dogfight when they're on the flagship yeah. rescuing uh, the Chancellor. And the, the Disney icon saying that there was an uh, error. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Huh? And it was like four in the afternoon. So like I was like, okay. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It was, well, that's it was, what it everyone was, in the was doing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. we have nothing else to do. Most of us. Yeah, since we also watched Rio. Rio. Revenge we did of the an Sith epic that day, watch but of Revenge of the was Sith. Was it like four hours? Yeah. So what do you talk about that? All right. This is a new way to watch episode three. But if you watch the last four episodes of the Clone Wars, and then you watch Re. Re- Revenge of the Sith. It's you kind of have to. You, yeah. Wait. So did you watch all four oh. and then so, the movie, or did you watch an no. episode and then part of the movie? So we watched like an episode. Right. Yeah. How did we start? I don't even. Okay. Remember. We, we should write this down. Okay. We, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's 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 very important, but it's we'll a great a, way to watch we'll it. Put a, a way to watch in yeah. the link. Uh, so if you watch the first episode of uh, of the of the last arc of the Clone Wars, and um and then after that you watch the beginning of the movie of episode three mm-hmm. and then you get to the point where obi-wan is going to Utapa. then you pause it you watch the second episode and then after you you get done with that you keep playing the movie on until you get to the part where where mace windu and them are like i sense a plot to to destroy the jedi and then after that scene you go back to revenge of the sith it gets to the point where they are fighting in the Chancellor's office, and then Anakin turns to the dark side right there. And Wait, what? Then we jumped back. We yeah. Jumped to the dark to... side. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow, have, have, have you watched this movie? No. But, didn't you hear he didn't get to that? No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. spoiling it for me as we speak. Yeah, and then you jump to where. The Emperor says this classic line, or execute Order 66. And uh, and then you jump back to the Clone Wars during the third episode to where Order 66 actually happens. 
and then you get done with that episode and then you go back and watch the rest of Revenge of the Sith and then after you get done with the movie you'll go back and watch the final episode of The Clone Wars so much effort Oh but gosh. I feel like it's worth it. It, w- was, it, it, it was. It, was it really cool. was worth okay. it. It made Order 66 more meaningful. It, I mean, like, not like, oh my gosh, I love Order 66. <laughs> but, um, I, All right, TK. It yeah. makes you understand the tragedy of it more. Yeah. yeah. Because you um, know these clones. You know everything that happened. So yeah. it's like, it really is tragic. Yeah. Watching Revenge of the Sith has always kind of been hard for me. Because, like, you know, I watched the original trilogy first when I was a kid. And then you know what happens in, like, Remember the Sith? And you're, like, yelling at the TV screen, like, Anakin, don't do it! Yeah. And then he cuts off Windu's arm, and you're like, you did it, you <laughs> idiot! And then it's, like, it's too late. Yeah. Uh, and something else that will help you understand Order 66 more, if you go back and watch the first four episodes of Season 6, there's that storyline with fives mm-hmm. on, on how they find the chips and the clones' heads. I highly recommend watching that because then when you go and watch Order 66 happen, you'll fully understand. Because for a long time, people thought that the clones were voluntarily. Yeah, mm-hmm. were just bad guys the entire time. And it's not true. No. They um, they were under a trance. Those, they, tri- those chips were good. You yeah. know why? It's because as soon as they executed Order 66, yeah. those clones turned into jerks. <laughs> I was like, I like clones. And then they were like, kill them. And I was like... Yeah. And then they're like <laughs> kicking droids, astromechs over, and they're just killing oh, everything. Yeah. I'm like, hey, hey. The um, the I love the last four episodes of the Clone Wars because of it because of they really did feel c- cinematic. And the last two episodes, the music was so haunting. Mm, yeah, you just knew something was going to happen in that third episode where they're getting on the ship, and then. They and then you have that scene between Ahsoka and Rex where they're talking to me like, oh, like you've been a great friend and everything, and then and and then she feels that everything going on in Coruscant with. By the way, that was a great kind of segue because of she because of they pulled all that stuff from the movie, like mm-hmm. of I mean, I mean of just that whole office scene of where he actually turns to Vader. And then Ahsoka goes and talks to Rex, and then you hear the Emperor say, you know, Order 66, and then... Execute Order 66. Yeah. His, uh, his eyes dilated, like, you yeah. you, you could tell that, could like, that something tears. snapped, and it sucks. And then when he turned around with his blaster shaking yeah. and the tear going on, I was like, Because no, he man. didn't want to do it. Don't yeah, do it. I was like, come on, man, no. So, um, He was really fighting that chip, which just really shows... How strong Rex is as an individual person, and yeah. his, like individual thought process. Even mm-hmm. like even though he's bred mm-hmm. and like built to follow orders, even like when given that one order he's supposed to follow, he like almost didn't do it. And like he really actually didn't do it. He like he fought it to the point where he was like, "All right, I'm not gonna kill Ahsoka, re- regardless of his obligations as a clone and as uh, a commander, not captain, uh, where yeah. he's supposed to." fulfill his duty to the letter and he he's he's like genetically and mechanically changed to do that and the fact that he fought it and you could visibly see the amount of frustration and anger and confusion that was going on and you could see it in his face and to see that through an animation is one of the first and best times that i've ever seen a display of emotion and uh, the complexity yeah. that you see inside of the plot of this show. And just to see that scene just was insane. I loved it very much. 
they did such a great job with this final season because of the, because of if you jump from the very beginning like of season one in that first episode of of just where the characters were and the animation and everything just the story all together to where we see everything in the final episode they've they've come a long way i i i i think that ahsoka's character development in this series and just in the star wars universe is probably the most like groundbreaking um character development because she's come a long way from being that kid really has when she steps off the ship and then you go to where she is still that kid at the same time when she's older like i mean you like still see that spark because of she does race rex down to the fight happening on mandalore and um, I've always wanted to see the Siege of Mandalore, so I was super excited they actually did that. Yeah, and uh, there were so many ties to the to the actual movies and the series, like um, to the other cartoons, like Star Wars Rebels, and um, it's just awesome how everything tied in together. Mm-hmm. And let's take a moment and appreciate how great it was to see the Empire at the end of the Clone Wars. Like, of seeing Darth Vader. Especially in that animation style. Oh, my God. He looked really good. That, I mean... And they also took the designs for Darth Vader from original concepts. Yeah. Now, now, that's not officially confirmed, but I just saw the... I saw the... I saw the similarities from Ralph... McCoy's design back in 1975 of him and then the fact that he was holding a blue lightsaber was like a it wasn't the was one in the his poster white the one we're talking about well if you I'm, what, or is it just a really light shade of blue yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah. I guess that's whatever. um but now people are asking what happens next mm-hmm. yeah. um which, I'm asking too. Yeah, <laughs> we all are. Um, season eight of uh, Clone Wars. That's what's up. Yeah. And if you find out what, um, if you read the book, the, um, is it just called Ahsoka, right? That's the main title. I can't remember if there was like a little mini title after it. Yeah. She actually just ordered that. Um, Oh, so you did get something on that. That book. I did. I, yeah. I bought a shirt off of her universe. And um, she's wearing that. I'm right wearing now. it right now. You guys can't see it, but it's, it's, it's a I can Ray see shirt. it. I like it. It's got um, Ray. Yeah. What's um, it say on it? It says, The belonging you seek is not behind you, it is ahead. Mm, yeah, I love, love that quote. Um, and I also bought the Ahsoka book because I just fell in love with Ahsoka watching the Clone Wars. She's such a badass. So I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted more. I was like, This can't yeah. be it. I want more. So. Yeah. Do we think? I really hope Ahsoka gets like her own spinoff. Like we know she uh, might be in the Mandalorian. She probably oh, is but... in the Mandalorian. Yeah. She's... Well, but like see, they just didn't, they officially announced like who else is going to be in the next well, thing, mm-hmm. right? Well, I don't think that was officially. You don't think it was? Oh, it wasn't. No, no. Oh, that did not come from from. Star Wars officially. Okay. That okay. came from sources that have been reliable, and those are the same sources that said Ahsoka was going to be. Okay. And and the Mandalorian, and that makes sense to me. Um, but we haven't gotten anything from our sources that no. say that. Yeah. Like we got, we have some sources from obviously from Star Wars and Disney that will 
that will tell us if it's true or not, and right. we haven't heard anything from them, so we can't uh, yeah. confirm or deny these things yet. Mm-hmm. But we would love for it to be true. That's uh, just our opinion. <laughs> and I know so many people now are going back and re and re watching the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. so then they can. They should definitely go look at our commentary for the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. There was that new episode of the Clone Wars that dropped, and then The Rise of Skywalker also came out on Disney Plus. So, all nine films of the of the Skywalker saga are on there. I think the only missing Star Wars content is Solo, um, which is coming yeah. in July. Because it's, it's still, still on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's contract with Netflix. Yeah. I think some people said that it's on Disney Plus in other countries. Oh, really? So I think just the U.S. doesn't have it, and okay. other countries I have, have seen Solo. That. It's not even just Solo. There's a couple of movies that like Disney Plus has in other countries, but not. yeah, right. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. I just think that's weird that they do that. Like, you yeah. think it would just be the same across <laughs> the board? But all right. let's think about it. In a lot of ways, the United States is. Uh, it has like the advantage when it comes to movie releases because there's a lot like Disney Plus wasn't even available in most of the world right. for like months before United yeah. States. Yeah. So I'm okay with us having to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. And th- yeah, and then the only other thing that's missing is the ho- is the holiday special. It's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not missing. It is. I know exactly where it is. <laughs> it's in my garbage can over there. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. I love Wookies. I promise. <laughs> Uh, and then the first episode of the gallery, um, and now the second actually is yeah. is out, and we just watched that, and that's really so. The so since we're talking about that, the first one we watched was directing, which talks about the six directors, and they sat around yep. the table and they talked about it, their experience. And if you haven't watched it, you definitely should. Um, and then the second episode, they talk about the legacy of Star Wars and kind of like the background, and all of their like uh, personal uh, like interactions that they have with Star Wars. And I think mm-hmm. my favorite one. Um, that like the conversation like you have a lot of conversations that you like see and mine from uh, Star Wars Galaxy it was actually from uh, Rick I'm not even gonna try his last name we tried to pronounce <laughs> his last name yeah but failed epically um, he's one of the he's the uh, American Nigerian actor director for The Mandalorian um, and before that he worked on a couple other projects uh, I can't remember the names of them right now but he was talking during the episode two Legacy and he was talking about how um, when he was a kid. He was how his experience that he had with Star Wars, as well as other, every other director was talking about their experience as a kid with Star Wars, and he was talking about how kids uh, can become uh, very uh, involved and just enveloped inside of the world of Star Wars, and like how you could play with the Star Wars action figures back in the nineteen seventies and eighties and stuff like that. And um, I kind of really connected with him on that because. When I was a kid, I always collected Star Wars uh, toys and memorabilia and stuff like that. You can obviously see that in my apartment, which looks like it was designed by a 12-year-old. Because it's just <laughs> it's just toys and really colorful furniture. But honestly, I love toys and like like and memorabilia and stuff like that. And he was talking about the connection between kids, which reminded me that even though Star Wars is a thing that we all experienced as children and that we bring it into our adult lives. Yeah. Like this this entire saga and Star Wars as a whole is originally designed for kids in the galaxy far, far away, and they get to believe in that that life and that they get to believe that Star Wars actually did exist far, far away. Can we talk about the fact that Dave Filoni was born for this? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, the heck? We were just talking about um, the Clone Wars, and but he and also in Legacy, he talked a lot about the prequels, and he talked yeah. about, he talked about the Republic and the Clone Wars area. It's because that's like his like like position of expertise. Like yeah. he knows a lot about it. And then all of a sudden, he like was talking about the Phantom Menace, and then thirty seconds later, he was talking about the Empire Strikes Back and the way and he, he just, connected the two. And I was yeah. like, I never thought about it like that. And the, he gets a lot of his influence from George Lucas because George Lucas obviously is the creator, and all the all of the ideas that you have seen come on a screen, most of them came out of that guy's head. Yeah, and which is crazy, which is crazy. And him. I would never, yeah. I I probably would love to be inside of George Lucas's head sometime to figure out that. <laughs> I love to sit down and just spit talk with him, have a coffee. But no, Dave Filoni was super influenced by George. But also, he brought a lot of his own influences from his life. Right. And his life has pretty much all been Star Wars uh, for the last 15, uh, almost 20 years now. And... Uh, ever since he started with Clone Wars back in 2005, or I think it was. He, um, Clone Wars came out in 2008. And well, then, I know. They started production like a couple years earlier or something like that. Well... I can't remember what it was. Oh, Revenge of the Sith oh, came out, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was after Revenge of the Sith that yeah. they started the production phases. Yeah, uh, yeah because I remember... When, like, how he talked about his uh, origin story with meeting George Lucas, yeah. and he was working with Avatar The Lost Airbender. Great <laughs> love, show. Love that story. Great Amazing show. show. We're going to talk about that later. Um, but, <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. But he, he, was, he was the animation designer for that. Um, and then I love the way that George Lucas kind of brought uh, how he was an animation director. And George is like, you have to look at this as if it was reality. Like, these are real people, and this is a real story. This is an animation. You have to think about it as a director directing a real film like a live action one how cool is it though that that he had george lucas as his mentor and teacher yeah so and cool. he thought it was a practical joke when he got the call about yeah. it. i was yeah. laughing he thought it was so spongebob hard. yeah <laughs> he thought it was like the guys from spongebob <laughs> playing a joke on him so the whole time he's getting this like legit offer yeah and he thinks it's a joke <laughs> and then right up at the end he's like wait no i'm the guy i'm definitely the guy and then she's he like, like realizes uh, he's like oh wait <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't hire this guy. And he, it's crazy that he got a recommendation from George Lucas, which means George Lucas was watching Air, Avatar: The Last Airbender, and he was like, "This is, this is cool. I want to talk to the guy. I want to talk to the guy who made this, so I can hire him to work on my TV show." Yeah. And I'm like, George Lucas, like he like he talked about the the hiring prop uh, part of like when Dave Filoni and him were talking. And yeah. After he left the room and went to the green room, and it was like done talking to him. He's like, right, "This was great. This was a great experience." And then he like that was the end of it for Dave. He was like, "All right, never come back." And then his assistant comes out. And he, she's like, "Got the job." That's and then like it. walk and back in. Like, the door. And then Dave's like, "You got the job." Imagine being being Dave in that moment. Like you're you're a huge Star Wars fanatic, and like this is like you just come off like this amazing production with Avatar: Lost Airbender, and you're kind of young and and you're still at like the kind of like the beginning middle phases of your career, and then George Lucas. It sees your production and is like I want you working for me, and then you get you get the inter- you get the interview, feeling. you get the interview, and then you actually get the job. And you're like, yeah. What? I think he kind of gives fan or gives hope to all Star Wars fans, like because there's so many of us who do other things yeah. who want to work on Star Wars one day, and I think it kind of gives us all hope that like no matter where you are, someone might pull you aside and be like, hey, you want to work on Star Wars? Right. And you're just like, right. I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the same kind of feeling that James, or John Favreau brought to the table because he was all Marvel all the time. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he was like, jump into Star Wars. And he's like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, 
something else that's great is that you can tell that the Mandalorian is being made by fans. And oh, yeah. that yeah. helps out so much. Like, I mean, it's not too much fan service, but at the same time, that's what you want because if you want to feel like you did when you watched Star Wars for the first time and when you watch The Mandalorian, if it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm back in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Dave Filoni does such a great job with. And I hope one day that he actually gets to do more projects, like actual films, because he, he did great with The Clone Wars. He's doing great with The Mandalorian. But I think if we saw more of Dave Filoni and other projects... Um, Give this man an Ahsoka film. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> yeah. While we're talking about films, uh, we can talk about the Mandalorian director... Taika Waititi? Yes. She got it. First try. As you all may have heard that he was selected to... And he was officially confirmed to be the... To direct and write the script for the the new Star Wars 2020 um, named uh, film that takes place in the High Republic, which is super big news because yeah, well, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, but well, it's it's actually rumored to be the High Republic. We actually don't know what the film is going to be about. I'm I'm just they're going to flip the switch and it's actually an Ahsoka film. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Well, I'd be okay with that. Well, so disappointed for a second. Okay, so. This film coming out in 2022 is going to be the first of a trilogy. Which it, has nothing yes. nothing to do with the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Nothing. It's the new Ahsoka saga. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. They'll be, they'll be handing out Ahsoka ears at the film. Oh, <laughs> yes. The premiere. Yeah. <laughs> be I'm like, there. and you get one. Oh, that's where all the ears were. <laughs> and, then, and then Ashley shows up and she's like, we ran out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's like, God. Not again. I've been trying for two years. Uh, Yeah, so we have no idea what the film is going to be about. I'm hoping that it will take place in the High Republic because they will just be starting to get into that with the books and the comics coming Mm -hmm. out this fall. Uh, And this fall is actually decently big for stuff dropping because you've got the second season of The Mandalorian... And you've got the new Star Wars Lego game coming out in October as well, and then you got the new, um, and then you got the new Star Wars High Republic books, comics. We have no idea if it will be made into a film, but I could see the film coming out in 2022, going into that, which that would be connected to the Skywalker saga just a little bit because of, and during that time, Archie is there. Master Yoda is a um, teenager. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, he's got a mullet. Yeah, he's living life. There will be um, a young version of Yoda, not baby Yoda, no. but like in that stages of where he is. Becoming... He's like still. Is he Jedi Master at that point yet, or is he still Jedi Knight? Um, I think he turns Jedi Master and joins the Order yeah. between in like in the seven hundreds. Like his age, seven hundred, not like seven hundred BC guys were like. <laughs> I can hear you laughing. Uh, the High Republic has taken place two hundred years before the events of the Phantom Menace. So he's got he's in his okay. like mid seven hundreds. Yeah. So it would be around that time then. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like like midlife crisis era for Yoda. <laughs> Just saying, like Which if, really if really he pops around like a Corvette. See. I won't be surprised because that means he's like it's got premium leather interior my wife left me and I got money that, that's that kind of thing Yodel obviously left him a long time ago okay <laughs> uh, well 
What do you guys think that the film will be about besides Ahsoka, uh, Nicole? See, that's, that's what I want, though. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's so hard to speculate on what it could be about yeah. because there's so much to the universe and, like, or they could just come up with something completely new that right, we've never seen. Right, there's literally so... There's, like, infinite possibilities yeah. that this movie could be about. It's a, so it's, it's a movie really taking hard. place in a galaxy far far away. So a long like, time yeah. ago, a long time, ago. a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It was way before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now the new title, anything could happen. Yeah. yeah. So now, in, in, in the beginning, we'll say long, 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 long time ago, time. in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Uh, is it the same galaxy? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, yeah. If it's the higher public, it's definitely going to be in the same yeah. galaxy because the Coruscant's there, and that's where the Republic is. But now, I've also thought about. I mean, I thought this as a kid because I'm an idiot and a nerd at the same time. I'm like, okay, if it happened in a galaxy far, far away, what about the galaxy right next to that one? Like, is there something going on in that galaxy? Because I, wanna... I don't think we care about that galaxy. Oh. Yeah. What if Ahsoka like went to that galaxy though? She didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know. That's uh, fine. I guess it's fine. Now, something that everyone should be kind of going into this with an open mind is that. Scripts can change, directors can change. And are you talking about Kenobi series right now? That's uh, what I feel like you're talking about. I'm actually, <laughs> um, I'm actually talking about what happened with the new trilogy because, oh, w- because if we actually were supposed to get, if you bring up the Last Jedi right now, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not bringing up the Last Jedi. I am actually, I'm actually bringing up what Episode Nine was supposed to be because of that movie was supposed to be completely different. It was supposed to take place in Coruscant. Um, and that film was supposed to be a lot darker than what we got in The Rise of Skywalker. He's upset he didn't get Coruscant. I, I, I love that planet, and I think it's really cool, and they should have explored it. More. I've always but, wanted to... I mean, I've looked at books about it in cross-sections, and I was yeah. like, how do they keep track of pollution in that place? <laughs> how do you breathe that air? And they're like, I found out that there's like deep uh, air filtration systems underneath the Earth's oh, or the planet's that's surface. That's a cool fact. Mm-hmm. That's the main take. Well, that and uh, a majority of the ships that they use don't emit carbon emissions. Then again, carbon emissions in a galaxy far, far away are a little bit different than they are here. But carbon atoms still exist in Coruscant, yeah. and obviously in the Star Wars universe. But should have the same matter and the same elements. I bet there's like one Science. Jedi at all times doing, <laughs> doing the Doctor Strange thing where he's just holding back all the pollution the entire time. He's like, what is my job? He's like, you're the, the pollution scribe. That sounds awesome. What do you do? The you pollution. Holds back the pollution. <laughs> That's it. How long? Forever. All of the times. Uh, all, okay. That's a very important job. Yes. You keep the world... Turning, I guess. I don't know. This really went into a different direction. Yeah, you know yeah. what? <laughs> the inner workings of my mind are an enigma. Yeah. But um, but it's just important to go into an open mind that that the story and the directors can change because that happened with Solo, that happened with Kenobi, and that happened with Episode Nine. But um, I trust with you. I think he's going to do oh, a great job. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, and no, he's, he's co-writing the script with a couple other people. So, it, I mean, it's not solely well, on him. Well, we get, isn't Deborah Chow assisting with it? No, that's okay. Who's yeah. helping him co-write? What is that? What's the other? Who's the other person? Um, I think she, I think she might have worked in Game of Thrones, possibly. Yeah, what happened to that? Weren't the Star or not Star Wars? Wow, Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, they they yeah. ended up taking a different deal with Netflix because they are doing something with Netflix. They're making some type of show. I don't know the name of the show. Oh. But they're doing something over there, and with Star Wars, you are kind of restricted on what you can do. Watch them bring in the Russo brothers. 
Aren't they on something? No, they're they're on something right now. They're, they're producing, they're producing something uh, for Star Wars. Yeah, they're, no, not for Star Wars. They're producing a film. Oh, oh. the Rooster Brothers. It has nothing to do with Star Wars, but they're doing and currently in a project. Oh, okay. Hercules. Oh yeah, the last. They're action. producing Hercules. Oh, yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> not the one with Dwayne Johnson. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know that. Oh, well, that's cool. Did you hear, like, they want Sorry, Ariana Grande had... to play Megara? And I was like, what? Who? Who? They wanted Ariana Grande to play Meg. No. no. I want nobodies. <laughs> no. I like seeing nobodies in my movies, so I don't have a preconceived notion about them, and they can just be that character in my mind forever. Right. I, I agree with that. Yep. They just have to get Meg right. She has a very particular face. Yeah, we're going away. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're known for, isn't it? <laughs> Like literally, well, it's, you just you all come for the ramblings of. Our well, we're friends. talking about the Russo brothers. I'm not that yeah. far off. We can just <laughs> jump right back there. We're fine. What, uh, what you talking about? The future of yeah, Star Wars? Um, <laughs> so it's just gonna go in with open mind. But Captain going, America can't say jerk. Um, I found one of the co-writers, Christy Wilson Cairns, who co-wrote the screenplay for 1917. Yes. Oh, that's the article I read, which yeah. won the Oscar for. Um, outstanding British film. Yeah, yeah. That was a great film. The, that film was really good because of it. Felt like I enjoyed it was, watching with the behind the scenes and how they made that film in 1917. Yeah, because of that film felt kind of tenuous and it just it was so cool. The other things that dropped on Star Wars Day were stuff for games, including which no one really saw coming. I didn't even hear news about it until it dropped that day. But kind of just happened. Try to fall in order had an update and. A lot of people thought that that they were done with it, but then they dropped all the stuff. New, I think I think new like skins, challenges, yeah. the like way that you can play the game. I was kind of blown away by. it. I thought that was really. That's cool. kind of like the GTA version of Star Wars. Like they're always updating it. Kind of like uh, with like GTA Five, they're always updating. Or yeah. Grand, Grand Theft Auto Five. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They are always updating it. Yeah. And they're always adding characters and missions and stuff to it, and it's kind of the same thing with uh, Jedi or Battlefront Two. I almost said the Fallen Order, but well, that's different. and that's something that I wanted to get into as well is that they are officially done with with Battlefront Two. They are no longer doing yeah. updates or anything, which is sad because of that game. When it at first least started. they let us know, yeah, they're like, you could get more or you yeah. could not. I'd rather have them be like, you're not getting more, than mm-hmm. me speculate if I'm getting more. Right, and something that I need to talk about. <laughs> that really upsets me okay. is that they finally released a new skin for Darth Maul and it's amazing it's beautiful it looks great but it takes 5,000 kills to to actually unlock it how and many are you at Colin? I'm at 1,062 kills so I don't play Battlefront 2 that often no. um, you know that but I love the game it's just I have a lot of other games on my queue yeah um, so when I get to it uh, it's fun yeah. but I have uh, 8 kills with uh, Darth Maul. <laughs> wow. I mean, not, not total. I've definitely used Darth Maul a lot, but since like the new skin came out, yeah. it's like, you need 5,000 no, more. And I was like, I have 8. I do understand where they're coming <laughs> from, but at the same time, it's it, it's hard because of at the same time that you're trying to get the Darth Maul skin, everyone else is getting So it's Darth Maul skin. versus Darth Maul versus Darth well, Maul. Well, I, I mean, uh, like, there are so many people that are grinding. I've got a friend. Um, his name is Brennan. He, uh, he got the Darth Maul skin Within 24 hours. Yeah, I'm really upset. What? I know. I, 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 he you, sent me a message the next day and was was like, dude, I got it. I was like, how much? Re- how much Red Bull did you drink? But I was like, that's <laughs> nuts. Did um, you leave that maybe chair? Maybe he bought it for $400 on eBay. <laughs> if you did that, uh, Brandon, I'm a bro. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then they also dropped a bunch of new skins for for the people who love Ray. They 
dropped two skins for Rey, and including the skin where she has her new lightsaber at the end of the film, wanna, and then where she should drop dark. Uh, and then where she has her white hood up. Now for that one, it's a really cool Easter egg. You have to go to Takodana, and it's kind of like a scavenger hunt, but it pays off in the end because of after you you get done with the scavenger hunt and you actually go down to the room where she actually gets her um where she sees the skywalker saga i mean the skywalker um <laughs> lightsaber for the first time in force awakens and then there's a picture laying there that has the entire team that worked on star wars battlefront 2 so i thought that was a cool easter egg that game is done. We have no idea if they're doing a Battlefront 3. I hope they do in the future with everything they added in this one. They could totally... I feel like they won't just stop. <coughs> they're not just going to stop. Yeah. Well, I think I they mean... might make a new video game for the 2022 film. Yeah. There we That's go. related yeah. to that. Yeah, well, kind of like like a, like not as big as Battlefront Two. No. Like they might they're gonna do Battlefront Three eventually, well, but there's gonna the be a side game, game. Kind of right. like the Fallen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The uh, the way that I could see it working is they could totally do. If if the movie ends up being about the High Republic, they could totally do a Grand Theft Auto type style of where it's it's just a giant free roam game and you can customize your own Jedi or character. That'd be awesome. And I like free world the, concept games like the, that. Mm-hmm. That's what people want. That's what people have always wanted in a Star Wars game because people love putting themselves into the game. It's like great that we can play as other characters, but if you can customize your own character and then dive into the game and have your own Avengers as yourself, they should really people will love that. They should yeah. I think Battlefront two or the Battlefront like the people who like the producers and stuff, they should really yeah. consider uh, partnering up with Rockstar games. Yeah. Which are the I ones agree. that produce uh not only GTA games, but they oh, also produce Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Red, which no one respects that Red really Dead good. as much as they do GTA five yeah. and I just want to point that out and I'm just gonna move on now. I feel like that game's an acquired taste, though, because that takes place in the Wild West. Yeah, but everyone loves the Wild West. Well, apparently not everyone. Uh, and then um, there was also stuff that dropped for The Mandalorian. Um, there was some news, and then and then there were also some rumors. Because for The Mandalorian, there were, there were some new directors announced. And then something that a lot of Clone Wars fans will like... Hey. In, uh, in, in including kind of the prequels, <laughs> is that the original actor who played Jango Fett in the Clones, uh, Tia? I'm not. Demora Morrison. Thank you. Um, he is going to be returning to the Star Wars universe in the Mandalorian. Now we don't know if he's going to be playing Boba Fett or he's going to be playing, you know. This is confirmed by the way. A other great. This is official. Yeah. Um, a other great clone um, mm-hmm. that we know, which is Rex, because. He's live during that time. Yeah, and Boba Fett played all the clones in all the right. films. Yeah. His face. It was just him. Yeah. And he was... But he wasn't the voice... Was, who was the voice of the clones and clones? What's that guy's name? Do you uh, think they would use his voice, but... but no, no, no. His body? no. We talked about like, this with Ahsoka. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, they are... Are they going to do that with Ahsoka? I don't know. No. no. Well, no. well, I mean, it is different with Ahsoka because of... Her, Ashley's voice is very distinct. Right. And so, so, so yeah. is Morrison's voice when he plays well, Boba Fett. Well, I, okay. But so, when you cast your actors, you kind of keep that in mind, like what they were in the past and what they are now, and right. you kind of merge those two together. Because, yeah. like, if Ashley looks nothing like Ahsoka, they're not going to have her play Ahsoka live action, so they have to find someone that, like, has Ashley's voice, kind of, but makes it their own Ahsoka. Right. 
And she's also aged quite a bit too, so exactly. it doesn't have to sound exactly the right. same. Yeah. The, I, for it to sing. And the, <laughs> the main line. reason why that people are asking that question if the, they'll be like doing the voices from the show to like the actual characters is because of they did that with with Darth Maul in Solo. Because if you watch that part where Darth Maul shows up, that's not Ray Park's voice because number right. one he is Australian and actually in The Phantom Menace that's not his actual voice when you hear him talking it's some other actor because okay. of because of, him flipping yeah, yeah. so it wouldn't be the first time that Star Wars has used a voiceover for live action character I don't yeah. think that they would do that for Boba Fett because number one I don't think. that was established before the Clone Wars so it wouldn't make sense for them to use the clones voices on um, but that also depends on what role Morrison plays. Like, what if he plays, like, Boba Fett, uh, like, trying to be um, not a clone anymore, or, like, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The mercenary that he was and is trying to, like, move on, and, like, maybe this is Boba Fett, definitely uh, post-Republic, and he's just trying to survive and live. Uh, and not get eaten by like a sarlacc or something like that. I don't think it depends on the voice though, because of they're all clones, so they all sound the same. So. And I'm I'm gonna probably gonna agree with you. I don't think I think uh, Morrison's voice is fine. But well, I I mean I don't know about Ahsoka's though. I don't know. I kind of. It's just like you when you see a uh, a well known actor play a specific character, it distracts you. It's the same thing with me. If I see a well known character. And I hear a different voice than the one that was originally with that character. It messes with me and it distracts me from the plot I, I and it that, just yeah. distracts me all over. And it's the same way because, like, I don't know. I went to uh, a Broadway show a couple years ago, and you know, you know, Ben Platt is he's the guy from uh, Yes. So Ben Platt was in the show Dear Evan Hansen. I saw I saw Shaw. I saw a Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway like two years ago, but Dear Evan Hansen was out with. Uh, he had a throat condition, so he couldn't sing for like a month. Just so his, so ben his, Platt. so yeah, just Ben Platt. So his understudy, yeah, the whole show, whole, <laughs> whole show had a, a throat thing. So he was out for like a month, and I saw it with his understudy. And I'm gonna be completely honest with you, I love Ben Platt, but I loved Jared Hansen so much more because I saw it with the understudy who didn't get me distracted because of the actor playing it. Because Ben Platt was a huge guy, and he's like he's like he's known for a lot of things, including like Pitch Perfect in that movie. Yeah. But he would have distracted me from the main concept and plot from the play or the mm-hmm. musical. Uh, bringing that into Star Wars, and I try to connect my worlds a lot like that, I think that if I saw Ahsoka's face live action and I didn't hear Ashley Eckstein's voice, I would just... I just I it would feel weird, wouldn't it? I, I will be surprised if they end up doing it because, I mean, the actress that they actually got playing, I mean, that's going to be playing in the live action, um, she's very well known and and her, like, her voice, because of I've watched um, a couple of projects that she's in and and I could see the similarities of her voice and... Ahsoka's voice, but I do understand what you're talking about because okay. of her like voice is very um, the actual the the actual character of Ahsoka. Her like voice is so iconic, and I I agree with you, Matt. If you're watching 
the live action version of Ahsoka and it doesn't mm. match up, it's going to feel weird at first. I think we'll get used to it, but it will be weird. Yeah, like I'm when I started watching The Clone Wars and it wasn't um, Ewan McGregor talking, I yeah. was like, this is wrong. Okay, that's <laughs> different though because he did a great job. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. there was a disconnect at first, but right. I got past it. And I guess that's also a good point because yeah. that's me saying that what ha- what what's to keep me from saying that the live action person who plays Ahsoka doesn't do as great of a job, if not better than actually Eckstein's voice. Right. And but. I did see when the rumor came out about Ahsoka joining the Mandalorian, Ashley Eckstein posted like a whole statement about it, about mm-hmm. how she like wasn't involved and she hadn't heard anything and it was always her dream to continue playing Ahsoka like throughout any project, even into live action, but she like didn't have any info. She wasn't involved yeah. in any way. Which is so, kind of sad. Do you think she yeah, yeah, about that? you would think. She, I, I yeah, think she was, probably like, her was. One character. Yeah, in life. yeah. I think like that tweet break. or that that post was her way of getting her fans to like attack Disney. Like, hey, <laughs> we'll we need them. Ashley. Well, well, I, I, I mean, and so, something else said about that is that Dave Filoni is working on The Mandalorian as well. So that yeah. he worked with well. actually before. Yeah. And we this is, it wouldn't be the first time that Star Wars uh, producers and directors bring in people that they've worked with before. Yeah, like because George Lucas, I mean, like he worked like when he worked uh, on the Star Wars, uh, like the, the original trilogy, he brought a lot of his team over to work on like Indiana Jones films. Right, and then the back he'd go back and forth. He'd like reuse people that he liked. So what's to stop? Dave Filoni from bringing in people that he liked from the Clone Wars, including voices, producers, uh, um, and technical people, stuff like that, with the the crew and production aspects. But the voice is important to me. That's they, just my opinion. They could have her like on set, kind of coaching her. Yeah. What if she? Well. What if she yeah. was just like, the, like, hey, the, like, hey, I don't think Ahsoka would do this. I think she would do this. She, oh, she's sure. the Ahsoka coach. Yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk about Jedi: The Fallen Order for a second? Yes. Because, uh, like you said, they released a bunch of stuff about Battlefront 2, and they also released some new skins and new uh, ways to uh, yeah. do Jedi the Fallen Order. And I know we did a little bit of it with you, me, and Chris a few days ago, where we restarted the campaign. Yeah. And it was kind of funny, because we did it with uh, with Cal uh, as a... Sith Inquisitor. Sith, he was dressed up as a Sith Inquisitor, and we were watching like the first like cuts, like the scenes... Uh, in the beginning of Jedi Fallen Order, because let's all be honest, that that, that, that game is more like a, a film than it is a, a campaign a lot of times. So like, it was kind of funny to see, like, we're like, we're looking for a Jedi, and you just see him in the line of all these workers, <laughs> and he's just dressed as a Sith Inquisitor, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Now, uh, I really did enjoy that game. I thought that it could have more of a free roam, but I thought they did a great job with that, and they actually, um, I know that the company that made the game actually just confirmed that it's that that's not the last that's, one yes yeah, actually the first of yeah the, the, that's the first of many and I think the second one is is going to be a lot better because of because of they'll add the elements from the first game but they'll add other stuff as well that will make the game more better and that will draw in more people so and while we're on the conversation of the Fallen Order I really I like that Planet Video game but um a, it took me a, a couple minutes to finish the campaign, and B, half the time that I was playing the campaign, it kind of felt more like work than I was enjoying it because there's so much stuff you have to do, but there's also not at the same time because like you have this the storyline that Cal is supposed to follow, yeah, and you as the player do not deviate from that at all. Whereas in an open world concept, you can still follow the path of Cal while taking like side missions and doing these fun adventures with other characters that there's a little bit of that 
But knowing that this is the first video game of more to come, and that this is this is square one, I know that it's going to get better, and they're going to add side missions. Right. They're going to add side adventures with new characters that we've never seen before that are not included in the Skywalker saga. So you're not going to see like Chewbacca on. Uh, no, you're not going to see. We're not going to show up to Kashyyyk and uh, Chewbacca's helping you. That's yeah. not how that's going to work. It's going to be like side adventures, and there'll be like kind of fun things you can do while following the main campaign of the main character. Right. That's that's what I want, and that's what I feel. That's probably what they're going to go. They do because they're taking influences from other games, Star Wars and not Star Wars related, um, and developing into their their future games. And they're like, taking a lot of ideas in the production team right now. Um, I don't know who is fronting the project of future Star Wars video games after the Fallen Order right now. I don't know much about it, but I intend to do a lot more research in the future. So we'll be talking about it more. If Star Wars Celebration ends up happening Ooh, this gosh, year. said it so. Oh. Yeah. Ow. Well, I, I, I mean, it's it's very interesting. I'm just kind of getting into the topic of Celebration because if they've canceled... Dragon Con, San Diego Comic Con, all the big conventions. I was gonna go to Dragon but Con. they haven't, but they haven't canceled Star Wars Celebration because they have hope. <laughs> well, I well, There's a whole film. Um, I was talking with David. Ye, um, I was talking with David yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, and we were just kind of thinking of what Celebration would be like because of mass. It will kill the illusion to see people, you know, walking around wearing the masks and. Um, and not that many celebrities are going to show up. And we sure. do, yeah. TKs also yeah. don't uh, filter out toxins, so they're just as okay. risk, at risk <laughs> as <laughs> as all the rest of us. Yeah, um, Six feet, TK. Six feet. So I mean, as as much as I want celebration this year, I think it would be great if we had it the next year. And 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 actually, they might not have it in California again. They would probably move it to Orlando, which would make sense because there's a plenty of event spaces that can handle that. Yeah. Uh, Occupancy, yeah, so it's fine. and then that would also be great because Close to that, so yeah. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, the scare squadron will be already set up, and we'll yeah. we'll have a place to crash. Yeah, be great. Heck yeah, there you go. Awesome sauce. They, <laughs> they, um, I, I'm just worried if celebration happens this year, it won't be as great because of people will have to keep their distance. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm very impatient. Yeah, but. I agree with him. I feel like it would almost be impossible to have it, like, not to sound like I don't have any hope, but, like, all conventions are packed tight spaces because right. there's so many people, yeah. and you can say, you can say stay six feet apart, but when you're trying to get to a spot, you don't care anymore. Right. So I feel like it would be very difficult, and I feel like it would almost just be better for them to not have it. Just for the, everyone's safety and disappointment. Right. And if you've been well, to a con before, you know how packed it gets. Yeah. Well, so. the uh, the great thing um, that that they did say is if it if it does end up getting canceled, you have two options. You can get a refund, or you can move your tickets that you bought to the the next year. Yeah. Yeah. To I already the, know what I'm doing. To the next time that they have it. Um, and I think that's really nice of them because for people who, you know, who have bought tickets in the past, it like it really is intensive, like buying your tickets online because they will go. They'll go and, even faster because yeah. most of them are transferred over. Right. Mm-hmm. So you might have 0.5 seconds instead of 0.7. Right. Sorry. Um, I'm also kind of a little bummed that there's an opportunity where we're not going to, as a podcast, get to meet a lot of our listeners. Right. And I was actually super excited to like do like live podcasts yeah. at Star Wars Celebration yeah. and like that kind of stuff and like get to experience like D 
Disneyland. I know uh, David was going to go to Disneyland after dark, wasn't he? Or, yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know if you know, but Disneyland after, after dark, they're doing dis- during Star Wars Celebration where they open up Disney parks and they sell a limited quant- amount of tickets and yeah. it's all Star Wars related activities and stuff like that. Well, if they moved it to it's Florida, they could still do that in yeah. the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's still the opportunity for yes. that. Yes. I, honestly, I think it might be better to have it at Disney World and Disneyland. Disney World is much bigger. Yeah, it's yeah. bigger. So, it, can, it can handle yeah. a lot more uh, traffic because there's going to be people that are for Star Wars Celebration, but there's also going to be people there that aren't there for Star Wars Celebration, and I don't want to well, take away from that experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, um, yeah, I I think it was 2017 is when they had it in Orlando, and that's what happened. People did go to... to the Disney World parks yeah, and stuff like that. like... After they got done, I heard Planet Hollywood like was like at max occupancy for a minute in 2017. (laughs) They're like, "Yo, we can't take anymore." Okay. Yeah. The um, but for me, I want you three to experience it because of. Oh, thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, I have experienced it. David, James, and Joseph have experienced it, and it's such a great experience for Star Wars fans because of you like go in there and your mind is just blown because for a while I felt I mean I knew I wasn't the only Star Wars fan but I felt like you know like, like oh like I don't know anyone else that loves Star Wars and mm-hmm. and you know meeting people at Celebration this podcast would not exist if I didn't it meet li- David it literally wouldn't at Star Wars <laughs> yeah. Celebration so it's crazy to think about what can happen at these conventions and who you will meet so I recommend if the uh, tickets go back on sale and there's a chance to get it, go buy it because it's such a great experience and you never know um, who you will meet and what will happen. Um, I've met like a lot of great people. I wouldn't be here if I didn't join the garrison and go to Celebration. So I recommend going to Celebration if you get the chance. If you love Star Wars, go. It's a it's an amazing experience. And if they don't have Star Wars Celebration this year, that's not the only time that you can celebrate uh, Star Wars related events with right. Star Wars people. Because like Colin said, he is part of the five hundred first, and there's like there's like the Rebel Legion. Yeah, and there's all those kinds of groups that you can join, and you could uh, pretend to be uh, part of that world for as long as you want. Right, or, and um, and bring that world to other people, like how Colin sometimes he'll like go dress up as a TK, which is a stormtrooper. <laughs> and uh, he will go visit a hospital and talk to kids. Yeah. And it's Star Wars is about more than just uh, the films. It's a way of life for a lot of us. Yeah. Oof. It's, well, I... I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, what were you talking about before you did this? Before we did this? What happened? Um, I think something about tickets and then tickets. I like how we backtrack how we failed. Uh, we're like, okay, back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> For some reason, I'm well. If celebration is canceled, there's also the great opportunity to go to Disney World and go to Galaxy's Edge. That really is the best way, in my opinion, to feel immersed. Stepping into the world of Star Wars, it's such a cool feeling. You just walk into that area of the park and you just Earth is gone. Like Mm -hmm. it's gone. You are. In the Star Wars universe, there's a guy playing Sabacc on a trash can. I'm super yeah. excited. I'm so excited to just feel the atmosphere of Galaxy's Edge. It's so great. Like, it, to smell it. It like, really what is. Galaxy's Edge smell? Yeah, I mean, good. Don't they pump, they yeah. pump smells into there? Oh, 100. As well every, as If you there. smell anything at Disney World, that it's, is a fake 
pumped smell. You're killing the illusion. <laughs> it's it's not just Galaxy's Edge. They do it in every park. Yeah. They Literally do it in they do it in parks. The park. They do it in the hotels. Yes. Yeah. They have like they have like I read an article about one time. I can't remember what hotel it was. It was the one that involves a dolphin. What's, the Swan what? and Dolphin? That Is one's that... not owned by Disney. No, it's, it's like an affiliate. No. Yeah, it's on no. Disney. It's the you only non-Disney hotel on on property. It's on the property. Well, <laughs> yes. they still pump smells into that. They know? do, Because yeah. I read the article. It was that that hotel. They pumped like a... Like a I can. I think the scent was like a, like an ocean breeze kind of scent. Interesting. Makes, no, makes, Polynesian yeah. is the best scent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Polynesian hotel. That's a very beautiful resort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like, I, I never go to stayed Polynesia there, but I go like... there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Same. Resort <laughs> hopping. Yeah. What are you doing here? I'm just smelling. I snuck. My, I had a Dole Whip and I snuck myself into the pool once. Wonderful. You took a Dole Whip <laughs> yeah. into the pool. No, they sell Dole Whips at that resort. Holy crap. <laughs> Is okay. anyone watching outside the window? I don't want to get in trouble. They um uh, stealing scents and bringing the Disney's gonna find the pool. me. Okay. <laughs> um, but I do feel that 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 park is a great way to feel emerged and and have some blue or green milk and mm-hmm. um yeah because go fly the Falcon. That's such a great experience. And ride Rise of the Resistance. Yes, that's an awesome. I mean, it's, talk to a boy Hondo Onaka. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little old now though. Try and find Ray. I was unsuccessful, but yeah, that's the thing too. Is like every time you go to Galaxy's Edge, it's going to be different because like I ran into Ray twice. You guys didn't really see her. I didn't see anyone playing Sabak on a trash can. <laughs> um, yeah. I did see Kylo Ren a couple times. Like mm-hmm. you'll see different things every time you go. I love how the characters roam. Yeah, yes. like, it feels more real. Like Ray is usually like hiding and like she's not like super yeah. out in the open because that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like the because she's in an imperial like. Right, because yeah, the first like, order's the first there, order. so she's, the like, Imperial. undercover. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. tired. The, um, and if you're wearing something that resembles the light side, get ready for Kylo Ren to come up to you and, and kind of... Yeah. Harass you. Yeah. <laughs> or if you have a lightsaber, he'll also... I've also seen, like, a bunch of videos of oh, yeah. like, either oh. intimidate you, challenge you, or they'll just badmouth you. Oh, a lightsaber. <laughs> If 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 there's one last Jedi, it's not you. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I love that video. Oh, oh man! But I also I, I I would love to be one of those stormtroopers. They're so, so funny. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I I don't know if I could filter myself though. Like I have a lot of funny Star Wars quips, but most most of them are child friendly or kid friendly, but some of them aren't. <laughs> It's not those are for the adults. Yeah, yeah, no, it, no, they, they're they're it's, like it's pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah, they're pre-recorded things that pop out. Yeah. But I don't know how I don't know how they physically control those. I heard because I worked in Disney Entertainment um, that it's actually hand motions. So like they do a specific hand motion and that triggers a certain phrase. So if I do that this, makes sense. It'll be like, like so if you like watch their hands, they, they really have hands <laughs> to talk and that's why it's because. Uh, it's because they all want to keep open the, the blast doors. See, and, they, and I think the reason they did that is because they want most of the stormtroopers to have, or all the stormtroopers to have the same voice. And then mm-hmm. I'm like thinking about it, and oh, I was yeah. like, hold on a second, that's very not true. Because if you know, in the first order, a lot of those stormtroopers are either taken at birth, well, actually all of them, yeah. and they're not all the same species or the same gender for that matter. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, like Captain Phasma is a woman, and there's a lot of t- or, um, girl power. There's a lot of uh, like like stormtroopers <laughs> that are actually females, especially especially in the first order because. Like, I remember mm-hmm. at the beginning of the Empire, most of the stormtroopers were actually clones. And mm-hmm. then as the clones died off, they replaced them by stealing children at very young ages and then training them to become right. part of the Imperial uh, 
uh, army. And, and yeah, and that's actually what happened to to Lando Calrissian's daughter. Oh, we're getting deep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All yeah. right. I think there's a new book coming out too about a I girl in the resist or not the resistance in the first order yes okay and she was like a pilot or something i don't know but there's a new book about a girl in the first order okay that's cool yeah i think that's everything i think i don't know let me look we 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 can always keep talking yeah i mean i could walk away from the table and say nicole brooke hit it ahsoka go and then they just talk (laughs) yeah there we go yeah, um, well, we talked about well, video games, Minorian, Lego, Star Wars Day, all that stuff. We could do an episode in the future of where y- where I'm pretty sure y- you guys talk about Ahsoka and we can put that on Patreon. And then, because a lot of people have been asking about more Rex, and then, man, I can talk about Rex. I think yes. that's a great Since idea. Since I just really made cool. my avatar, I'm yeah. Disney Plus. Do like an Ahsoka. Yeah. What's the word? Guys, we are playing right in front yeah, of you. The, <laughs> the gals of the galaxy are probably going to do an Ahsoka, and then the guys of the galaxy is out. Sure. There you go. All right. The guys of the galaxy will do Captain, <laughs> Captain Rex. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, Are you still working on your Captain Rex? No. <laughs> wow. I, I, told you, I told you this. <laughs> you guys know this. Okay. I'm working on a Captain Rex to join uh, the 501st with Colin as well as a couple other friends. But I was met with a lot of difficulty seeing as how I did... Um, I did a lot of research, but I have no experience with uh, building materials of any kind or building clone armor of any kind and believe it or not it's a b and a half to do that and i had no experience and i bought the wrong kit i bought (laughs) i bought a carbon fiber mold uh make off of ebay because Uh, i I was broke and i was like i'm gonna try it sucked it sucked because of i think that was the second day that like I, mean, I was actually rocking pretty good. I yeah. was doing pretty okay. We um, uh, I met Matt the day before, and then we were at the armor party, and then his what's, like, what's an armor party? Um, a <laughs> that was my question. No, I know. I want. I want. Oh, okay. I want our audience to know what an armor uh, party is. A uh, a armor party is where people who are part of the Rebel Legion or the Bible First come together and and they actually help each other on their. On the project, so the like armor. That's really cool. Clothes, yeah, they share okay. ideas, tools, uh, materials, yeah. expertise. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They share experiences. We just kind of chat yeah. and, and talk while making our stuff. That was after my first day over at Olivia Grayson Company. So mm-hmm. I was talking to Matt, and he said, "Well, I'm working on Rex." I'm like, "Well, then come and work on it." And then the next day, Matt started working on it, and <laughs> and I hate this story. He was. He was so focused. He was working on it. I turn around for a second. And I just hear crap, and I turn around. It's just cracked. It's shattered. <laughs> oh, no. I was working on the left calf piece <laughs> of a phase one Captain Rex, and he has these divots in yeah. the calf piece on the back of his oh, calf. Dude, I felt so bad. And I, and I was I was using a modeling technique that I got from a YouTuber on yeah. how to correctly cut and mold yeah. the calf piece so that you could remove it and put it on very easily. Um, and I was cutting, and the Dremel tool that I was using was not the greatest Dremel tool, but that wasn't the issue. The issue was my angle, and I had just finished gluing, and I had uh, like cement-level epoxy holding yeah. together two pieces of the calves because I sawed it in half with a Dremel, and then um, I sized it to my calf because it wasn't sized. And then I was cutting, and then it cracked right down the seam oh, on the side man. of the I felt so bad for you, man. <sighs> And I, it was my. It was the first time I had met all of these people, 
and that I was, I, you, they all knew I was very inexperienced, and I was trying to hold my own, and then out of nowhere, you just heard this crack, and then you hear me, so I yelled very loudly. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like, I, I mean, it's, with, like, these type of things, and, and working on costumes, it's, it's it's a very delicate thing because of these parts and items that you buy are expensive. Yeah, and, and uh, you yeah. can't replace them. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, dropped Nicole. a bit on a headpiece for Ahsoka, but yeah. that was not something I wanted to make myself. Right, because I got one from Wretched Hives Creations. If you look on their Instagram, they're amazing. Link. Uh, yeah. Um, Plug. But so Plug. I'm doing a season seven Ahsoka, so I'm really excited. Yeah, it's I'm my excited. favorite thing. You're doing the one where Ahsoka. where she goes back with um to Mandalore, that black version of her, like the grayest version. It's her like opposite. blue. Yeah, her. But yeah. 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 No. Um. <laughs> uh. And something that's awesome about her costume, which I didn't notice until my friend Chris pointed out to me, but her costume in that in the last four episodes is is. Is from the Mandalorian people. Yeah, the like, headband. She has yeah. the same headband that the. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that as um as Bo. Because when she, before she went to Mandalore, she had this like outfit that she was wearing with the sisters and that she was wearing Coruscant, and then she went there and they like gave her a uniform, and then she's like, All right, she was put it on. She she was wearing like a cool blue jumpsuit, I think, and. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it looked like a denim jumpsuit that yeah. I definitely made for school one time. <laughs> it was like very skin tight though, but it was she was also very limber, and I was like, it must be like one of those like hybrid denim and <laughs> denim and spandex. There's got it's it's space spandex, okay? It's space spandex, space spandex, and a little bit of denim yeah. because I don't know, it just felt like wearing some denim that time. But uh, but yeah, so I think we covered everything. Um, yeah. We have, we already have some plans for a future episode. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't yet, go sign up for a Patreon. We've got um, a bunch of stuff coming up for the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. That's a lot of fun, and a lot of projects. You're gonna want to hear Nicole and Mai's Ahsoka podcast. Yes, yes. And uh, I guess now me and Colin's uh, Captain Rex. Yeah, and then podcast. they were doing Captain Rex, and and we still are doing commentaries for the Clone Wars. We just want to thank everyone because we have come a long way from where we were two years ago and now that our team is larger and soon when COVID-19 is over, we'll be dividing into three teams because um, myself and Brooke are going to be moving to Florida and it's it's just great to hear from you guys and and hear your stories and, and how much we... Um, have helped with that so thank you again so much for listening um, please go uh, check out our Instagram Facebook YouTube Twitter um, all social media platforms TikTok uh, again guys thank you so much for listening my name is Colin I'm my name is Matt wow <laughs> I'm Nicole <laughs> oh, we're, oh yeah whatever you know what and Fine. thank you again for listening may the force be with you always, always.